Hi again, Mars and Erin back answering questions from our young adults crew on gender roles in church. We've got question number seven. Uh, so it was. So question seven is, what parts of scripture, books or podcasts can we engage with in order to better understand God's role for man and woman? So this is uh, this is what we really we looked at on the teaching night, thinking through scripture, uh, and the main way we went about it uh, was to think through God's story first, so get a good idea of um, yeah our identity in God's story. Uh, so thinking through uh, the creation narrative and what that says about uh, gender and community, thinking through the fall and how that affects gender and community. Uh, think about redemption, how uh, Jesus' death and resurrection reshapes and reorders. Um, yeah, what's created through the fall um, and how creation is ruined. And then finally, what does a Jesus-shaped community look like in light of that? Um, yeah, so that's what we did on the teaching night. Um, there's full notes for that uh, on on my blog. Um, we'll put the link for that in the in the bio. Do you want to give some particular Bible verses? Oh, particular, I mean, particular, particular uh, Bible verses you want to look at is uh, Genesis 1, uh, 26 and 27, about being made in the image of God. Um, and then in Genesis 2, thinking about uh, the nature of how Eve is created from Adam and uh, the nature of their purpose in the garden. And then Genesis 3, I think it's 16, uh, where there's the curse, where um, the rule the rule and the pressure between male and female um, is highlighted as a result of the curse of the fall. Uh, and then thinking about um, uh, Galatians uh, and thinking about Ephesians where um, yeah, communities are reshaped, so those things of the curse, of the battle that goes on between um, the both, both genders is kind of redeemed through Jesus. Uh, and reshaped, and then think, seeing the fruit of that. Then particularly, like particular practice things, looking at 1 Corinthians 11, 1 Corinthians 14, and uh, 1 Timothy 2, 8 to 15, mm-hmm. are the kind of the key passages to think about. Uh, and then thinking about 1 Timothy 3 and Titus 2 mm-hmm. as um, things to think about, the order of church and the nature of those. And you could probably with those books, like 1 Corinthians, 1 Timothy, Titus, um, it's a really good idea to read the whole book. Um, they're not big, so that's quite an easy read. But rather than just going straight to those kind of little passages, mm. to read just the whole thing, and it's quite illuminating when you when you look at uh, what you're reading uh, in context. Yeah, we fought pretty hard um, uh, to put those passages in the context of the whole of God's story. Uh, if you start with those passages, you lent. You're reading, you're potentially led to leading, uh, reading the rest of Scripture through those passages as a filter. And so we wanted to start with God's story and then let God's story shape how we read those mm-hmm. passages. And um, a cool thing you might like to do as well is um, when you're reading the letters to go have a look in Acts at, um, it's kind of the narrative of when uh, all those books were being written. So if you go and have a look at, um, you know, the story of uh Timothy in Ephesus and Paul kind of talking to different people, those those yeah. things can be quite mm. useful to just seeing, you know, what was the story, what was happening in the time. Mm. Um, yeah, that can be really good. If, you, if you're struggling with how to do that, um, what I can recommend in terms of if you're thinking of buying a Bible is to get one that's got the little cross-references in it. There are quite a number of Bibles like that, but that can just be really helpful at seeing um, where similar ideas are repeated just as you learn learn to navigate around your Bible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bit of an aside. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of an aside. Um, yeah, but on, 
on my blog. Um, it's called In This We Delight. Uh, there's a whole bunch of resources that we put there, but there were some particular books that you mm. looked at yeah. uh, you wanted to talk about briefly tonight. Yeah, I had a bit of a stack. So um, these books are just good at um, formulating your opinion. Um, so the first one is Feminine Appeal. That's by Carolyn Mahaney. Uh, it largely talks about um, Titus II, and there there's kind of this list of um of what women are to do in the church. And um, so the book is takes each of those things in the list and um, has a, a chapter on each. So there's kind of loving your husband, loving your children, self-control, purity, working in the home, kindness and submission. Um, this book, I mean, sometimes you might be hearing those things and think like squirming about. But, yeah, I read this book a number of years ago um, when I was just a young mum and wife and um, I just remember it being really freeing rather than trapping and um, it was just really concerned with um, with doing femininity in a really godly way. Mm. Um, I really appreciated the read. should probably read it again. Um, another one um, that was really interesting to read, though probably from a different perspective, um, to maybe where I would land, is um, God's Good Design. That's by... Claire Smith. So she is um, definitely on the very kind of hardline um, complementarian, so uh, women not teaching within the, the body of the church. Um, it's just really interesting. Like there would be a lot that I would agree with her on and some things that I would question. Mm. Um, but it's just really good to read because yeah. she's she's a really intelligent lady, really godly woman. I've heard her speak a few times Um it's just good to hear that side of the argument and yeah. um, and engage with that critically. I think that really important when you read any book that isn't the Bible, just remember it's not the Bible, it's someone's opinion. And so to just read it in light of also what you're reading in Scripture you know, when they're quoting a Bible verse, go have a look at it yourself, um, pray and, um, yeah, just think really critically. Talk to your friends about it. Read the book in a Bible study together. Um yeah, it's really good to do all of this kind of in community. Um, but yeah. that one, it's a good book. It's really well written, um, easy to read. Yeah, um, I, I read that one too. And um, I have a, a mountain um, of respect for Claire. And yeah. so it's, it uh, feels it's an interesting step to think that I disagree with her. Um, yeah, but so much respect for her as a, as a teacher and a theologian. Yeah, and definitely. so it was an interesting experience going, oh, I think I disagree with you. Um, and still recognising her as a, a real person that's benefited me as a yeah, human being. Yeah, another one that's um, a bit more kind of like a textbook on um, female issues. We've read this one again. I read a long time ago in a book club at our old, old church. Um, it's called God's Design for Women, Biblical Womanhood for Today um, by Sharon James. So it's um, I've kind of folded over multiple pages in this one. It's um, It's a good one that you can do with your Bible study. It's got questions in it. But it gives a bit of a history of feminism um, and then, yeah, God's design for women and then bits on women in ministry. And I can remember just loving this book uh, for the dignity that it gave to just those ordinary kind of um, female roles like being a mum and um, and what it looks like uh, to go to work outside of the home or um, to serve in the church and just... Um, Oh, and also on singleness, there's this great um, chapter 
Um, so just all these kind of different parts and aspects of being a woman, um, but just so much dignity where our world would kind of say, this is what you should be, this is what a woman looks like and have that in quite a narrow um, a narrow kind of box. It just broadens it out and shows how you can be a woman and a godly woman in just whatever situation you're in. So yeah, I really enjoyed enjoyed that one. Now, the next two books that I had, um, I really love a good biography, and these are kind of like mini biographies. So the first one is Seven Women, that's by Eric Metaxas, and um, it's just, yeah, kind of mini biographies of some really interesting women. Uh, one of them I spoke about, uh, Hannah Moore, um, the other night, and um yeah, she's just a really interesting character. But, yeah, seven really interesting characters. Then the other is Old Wives' Tales. That's by Claire Heath-White. And I believe she's written a number of these kind of books. Um, this one is all about uh, the lives of 18th century women. So there's a couple of kind of uh, Wesley women um, and and another one who's who's one of my favourite and who I spoke about, um, Selena, Countess of Huntington. Now, I really love, and this is why I've included these stories, because it's just so refreshing to hear how other women have kind of expressed their femininity. And often with these women, they did it in ways that weren't necessarily... Um, kind of in according to their their culture like they're very countercultural um and bold but bold in a really kind of female way they just yeah they used what god had given them and the situation he had put them in and um and just served him wholeheartedly and i think that that is just really powerful to just see um that great cloud of witnesses of these other women who have served god yeah, what about you? Uh, one book I would suggest is uh, one called Two Views of Women in Ministry. Uh, it's a book of four essays with replies to each of the essays by the other authors in the book. There's um, two egalitarian authors and two uh, complementarian authors. And, um, yeah, I found that really beneficial uh, to see the diversity of egalitarianism and also the diversity of complementarianism. So... Although it seems like there's two sides within within both those sides, there is some there's a large amount of variables, uh, and that was fascinating. Particularly, yeah, two of the authors I um, have read a lot of and read their commentaries all the time, and so to see that they disagree was just a really yeah really interesting moment. And there's a really fun story at the start of the book where they talk about all four of the contributors went to lunch together at the launch of the book and just had this wonderful chat. And so just seeing how. Uh, that group of people, although disagree, uh, were engaging in theology, engaging in the word together um, and seeking to follow Jesus. Um, yeah, and so that was, that was a really good book. It's um, kind of more in-depth theologically and talks about all those key passages. So each of them have something to say about yeah, 1 Timothy 2 and 1 Corinthians 14 uh, and yeah, exploring particular questions that flow out of those. Mm. Mm. Question done? I think so. Bye. <laughs>